Welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Physics Daily Call. On behalf of EOU, this is Naftali Herman. It's great to be back with each and every one of you. As always, thank you so much for joining the program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Sheni, the 21st day of the month of Tammuz. Thank you to all of our incredible and generous sponsors for their continued support, and whose names are prominently listed in the OU Daily Email. To sponsor upcoming programs, please visit ou.org forward slash call. Please note the deadline to submit a dedication for tomorrow's program is today at 5 p.m. Eastern. Once again, the archive is updated. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, you might be missing um, a few from last week, but otherwise everything should be up on demand and you should be able to access all the previous recordings, um, whatever you choose to. On behalf of the OU, it is my distinct honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Shia Katz of Young Israel of Oak Park in Detroit, Michigan, to share Divrich Sizzik, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Katz slowly reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Tarek Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Kuk Chaf Aleph, and Kuk Lamed. Those are chapters 20, 23, 121, and 130. It will be followed by the Mishaber Acholim with a sizable pause to insert the names of those whom we are dominating for. And Rabbi Katz will conclude with a recitation of Acheno. I also want to thank Rabbi Katz. I believe he was late last week, and when I had reached out to him, uh, he just shared, listen, if you need me as a backup for Monday, I'm happy to do it. Um, otherwise, let's find another time. Um, and I did find another rabbi to speak um, who unfortunately had a levaya today at this time. And I went back to Rabbi Katz, who said, absolutely, no problem. I'm happy to step back in. So I want to express my cards that hope to him for once again making himself available. The Chavod, with great honor, Rabbi Katz. Thank you, Rabbi Mafdeli. Always a pleasure to be with the Kahal here. And uh doesn't matter what I've got going on. Always uh always willing and uh feel honored to address the uh to address the people there in this uh in this forum. I want to tell a story. The story is not uh, a personal story, but it's a story about the Sasemis. We oftentimes see the Sasemis as a great darshan, but uh, he had certain midos that we can emulate also. The story goes that one time when he was in Yeshiva, we know that he was orphaned as a young mo- as a young boy, I believe eight or nine years old if I remember correctly. And that he was raised by his grandfather, Chidush Sharim, the first Gerebi, Rabbi Yitzhak Meir Alter. And in one morning, the Svastemis woke up, Rabbi Hudaleib woke up, and he was a little late for his uh, his morning seder, his, his, uh, his you know, whatever he was learning uh, early when he got up. And uh, the Chidush Sharim noticed that he was late, and he went over to the Svastemis, and he started, you know, giving him some muster, giving him some tolchacha, giving a good rebuke. And telling him that, uh, you know, he's got to be better than that. He can be better than that. And uh, it just so happens to me that he had a friend that was right next to him and was hearing this whole conversation. Nobody said anything until the Chidush Sharmin was done. The Sasemis got the message and the friend went over to the Sasemis and said to him, you and I were learning last night. And we were learning through the night. We, we stayed up all night and we were learning, learning, learning way into the uh, early morning hours. It kind of makes sense that you were a few minutes late to your morning seder. Why didn't you stop your grandfather and tell him, look, this is what happened. We were learning way longer than we usually learn, way into the night. Why didn't you tell him that so that was the reason why you were a few minutes late? He presumably would have had some rahmanas on you. He wouldn't have been so harsh. And the Sasemis looked at this week's Parsha, 
and responded to his friends by telling him that when God and Reuven came to Moshe Rabbeinu, they never in their wildest dreams even imagined that when they requested that they were going to stay in the Transjordan on the eastern side of the Jordan River and, and, and not go into Eretz Yisrael with the rest of Klai Yisrael, they never imagined that they would do so without joining first in the wars beforehand. They had always thought, of course, we're part of Klai Yisrael. That part of Klai Yisrael means that you're going to join the army, you're going to fight for the people, you're going to conquer Eretz Yisrael, and then we'll live in our land. And yet, when you look at the Pesukim themselves, in, in Paraglamid Bays in, in, in Matos, you find that Moshe Rabbeinu starts telling them, how could you ever even think of living in this place? Don't you know? Lamas and Yunus live in Israel. Why aren't you coming? Don't you know that the spies, when they went into Eretz Israel, they also didn't want to go in? And you know what happened to them? Hashem was all angry at them. And if you see people coming, you know, uh, and not going to Eretz Yisrael, so then that's a big, uh, a, a big um, fault of theirs, except for Kalev and Yoshua, and Hashem got angry at them, and he goes on and on, and now you're doing the, th- the same thing the spies did, that your forefathers did, you're not going to Eretz Yisrael, and on and on and on, and then only after Moshe Rabbeinu reprimands them, so then they say, no, 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 we will actually go to war asks the Tzatzamas, why didn't God and Reuven similarly stop Moshe Rabbeinu in his tracks and say, no, 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 you got it all wrong. We're going to go into Eretz Yisrael, we're going to fight with the people, and then we're going to live over here. We don't, we don't think that we're just going to, you know, uh, neglect our responsibilities at war. We're willing to fight. But they didn't do that. They let Moshe Rabbeinu go for 10 sukkim. They gave him, they, they gave them Musr. Why didn't they stop Moshe Rabbeinu? Says the Tzatzamas that sometimes, even if Maybe it's not deserving. Even if maybe you have an answer and a justification and maybe even an excuse to explain why you're not as bad as the other person thinks you are when it comes to receiving Musr, especially when it comes to Moshe Rabbeinu. And also for us, when it comes to Chidush Arim, we have to be able to take Musr. And it's a bracha and it's opportunity and it's a chizuk when you're able to hear some good Musr from somebody who knows what they're talking about, from somebody who knows and can help you be a better person. Says the Sathemis, even if I didn't deserve it, I wanted to hear my grandfather's muster. I wanted to hear him tell me how I can be a better person. It's a uh, a lofty level to live up to. But the message of the Sathemis is so resonant in the world that we live in, in the world of making everyone else feel good, in the world of making other people feel like whatever their choices are, they can, you know, they can be comfortable and it doesn't matter this way or that way. You want to do this thing or that thing. Not going to get into specifics, but I think when it comes to the three weeks and it comes to all the reasons, the myriad of reasons, a dozen, a dozen reasons why the Gemara tells us, Chazal tells us that the base foundation was destroyed. We always focus on this thing and that thing, but we don't always focus on how we are accepting all of that Musr, how we're accepting all of that Tokaka, how we are inculcating and, uh, and digesting all of that, uh, all of that rebuke. It's, a, it's obviously a good thing to focus on the issues and to focus intellectually on what happened and what went wrong and, and, what, we, and what we need to do better. But the Svastamis' message is not just knowing what you need to do better, but feeling a yearning to hearing what you want to, what, what you want to grow, how you want to grow. And, and when you think of 
all the different reasons, it's fascinating to find a Gemara in Shabbat that tells us, the Gemara tells us out of the myriad of lists of reasons in different places in Shas. So this Gemara says from Rabbi Hanina that the reason why Jerusalem was destroyed was because they weren't willing to give Tokaka one to the other. Kind of interesting. Why weren't they willing to give Tokaka? Tons of people were doing things wrong. I think perhaps it's a novel idea, but perhaps it's based on the Gemara in Erech and also in Yivamo, that there's a mitzvah to not give Tokaka if somebody doesn't want to hear it. If somebody is not going to listen to your rebuke, so then you're not supposed to. It's actually a, an obligation to not rebuke them. I think the one lesson we can learn at this time in the, in the generation we were all born into is to grow a little bit in our willingness to hear rebuke, in our willingness to learn from others, in our willingness to accept criticism. It's not easy. It's certainly not easy. We all want a good pat on the back. We all want to know that we're doing the right thing. But sometimes when it comes to a moment in the calendar, like the three weeks, we have to remind ourselves the importance of criticism, the importance of rebuke, and especially when it comes to someone who loves us, the Satamas, obviously, to the Chidush Sharim, God and Ruvain, obviously, when it comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, but our own friends, our own teachers, our own colleagues, hopefully is coming from a place of love that can actually help us. But to show them a willingness of, of, of learning from them, a willingness to listen to them, and hopefully that's a reflective of a willingness of our humility to grow and recognize that we're all projects and we're all on journeys to become better people. So while we focus on the base Hamikdash and its destruction and the reasons for its destruction, we also have to work on ourselves to uh, to humble ourselves, to be willing to listen to that rebuke, and to uh, and, and to take it to heart, not just to learn it and to hear it in a Musa shmuz, but to want the Musa, whether it's uh, in a shmuz or from a friend. Hashem, this. Three weeks will end not with a tishabal, but after we are willing to take that rebuke, it will end with a joyous relocation to Yerushalayim, all of Kla Yisrael together. With that, we will continue with the Tehillim. We will start with Perak Chaf Tehillim, Chapter 20. Lam Nasayach Mizmor LeDavid Yancha Adonai B'yom Saram Yistagav Hashem Elohe Yaakov Yishlach Ezra Mikodesh Shumitzia One Yistadeka Yizkor Kol Minchos Echa Veolas Echa Yedashne Sela Yiten Lecha Chilvavecha Vechol Atas Echa Yemalei Niran and Abi Uvishem Eloheinu Nidgol, Yemalei Adonai, Omishalo Secha. Ata Yadati, Kihoshia Adonai Mishicho, Yaneu Mishmekato, Vigvuros Yeshayimino, Elev Orechev, Vilebasusim, Vanachu Mishem Adonai Eloheinu Nazir, Ema Karu Venafalu. Vanachnu kamnu vanistodad Adonai hoshia Hamelech yaneinu Vyom koreinu Tehillim Chavkimol Chapter 23 Mizmor Lidavid Adonai roi lo echtar Bin osesh ayarabiteini Almei minuchos yinahaleini 
נפשי ישורב ינחני במגלי צדק למען שמו. גם כי אלך בגיא צלמוור, לא עיר הרב, כי אתה עמדי. שבתך ומשענתך, המה ינחמוני. תערוך לפני שולחן נגד צוררי. ישנת והשמן ראשי, הוסי רוויים. אך טוב וחסד ירדפוני כל ימי חיי, ושבתי בבית אדוני ויורך ימים. 121. הנה לא ינום ולא יישן, שומר ישראל. אדוני שומרך, אדוני צילך, על יד ימינך. יומם השמש לא יככה, וירח בלילה. אדוני ישמרך מכל רע, ישמר את נפשך. אדוני ישמר. ואיפך ובואך מעתה ויד עולם. כ"ל 130. ישמריהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנהבנ
Bisoch Shar Kole Yisrael, Rifuas Hanefesh, Rifuas Tagov, Ashtabagalov, Bisman Parib, Minomar Amen. Achenu Kole Yisrael, Hanisunim Batarov, Ashivya, Haumdim Ben Bayam, Ben Bayabasham. Hamakam Yirachem Alehem, Yotzim Misaralir Vacha, Umeyafelaliora, Umishibuli Gula, Ashtabagalov is man for it, Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Katz. We look forward to having you back on the program. Please, God, in Yir Tashem in the near future. To learn more with and about Rabbi Katz and his wonderful community, please visit YIOP, Young Israel Oak Park. YIOP for more information. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and a rofua for all of those in need will be answered, Latova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program tomorrow on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic. Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day.